It's the Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Toyota. I'm Jess. And I'm Nomi. And this is Riverdale Rewind. We are back. Back in action. Season three, man. Season three. Only season two of Riverdale Rewind, though. Because we like to we like to come late to the party, <laughs> make a fancy entrance. A lot of people were like, "Oh, I didn't even know, you know, it was on Netflix." I'm like, "No, dude, like you could watch it live on the CW, you yeah. know, Seven Central." And if you miss it, you could Seven download Central. Seven Central. Who well, are you talking to? Because some, well, some people are from Colorado. Oh, some people are from Chicago. That Isn't Colorado Mountain Time? Yeah, but what I'm saying is like Seven Central. If you oh. say Seven Central, they'll figure it they're out. Figuring, you have to yeah. math that one out. Yeah, because <laughs> like Central. Seven Central. There you go. So we're back in action. We're maybe a little rusty. We had a lot of summers. And it's rainy here. It's rainy. No, me. Where were you just the, the beginning of this week? Uh, Spain. She's in Spain. She came <laughs> I, back just for the show. Just for the show. You know, I figured like it was a premiere. Had to be there. Had to watch it and text you live during the episode. <laughs> we did, but that's kind of how I take my notes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like Archie, man, you lost some muscle mass. He did. Did anyone else notice that Archie seemed to have slimmed? And, I, and maybe he like maybe either. I wonder if he they wanted him to, or if he was just tired of jacking up with the with the like protein shakes. <laughs> jacking up is that what you, <laughs> well you could say something different but that's not what i mean um, but then jughead got a little bit muscular too i don't know is it because he had to be in court he didn't have enough time to to work out as much maybe he just wasn't so hungry maybe maybe kj appa is now vegan maybe <laughs> he is ask. in a new did you see that commercial that new high school movie the hate you give i actually read the book because oh. I like a, I like to keep my reading level on a young adult basis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I heard it was good, it. so I read it, and actually was really good. And I knew they had cast him in that role, uh, so I'm excited to see it probably someday when it comes out on Redbox. <laughs> I just wonder, like, okay, so Cheryl was in another high school movie. It was like F your prom or something like that. I've not even heard of that. Yeah, like it looked really twisted. Like this girl decided she didn't want to be a nerd anymore. And so she like <laughs> changed her life and became super popular. And she, like Cheryl was her best friend and oh. betrayed her. And so like it was like nerds revenge type thing with a prom. You're channeling your inner Cheryl today in a red dress. Yeah. I am channeling my inner, I guess, guess Jughead. Like, Jughead. I don't know. It's raining a lot, so I'm wearing clothes for function. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, but it, since you're just listening to this podcast, I'm wearing a gown. Yes, a glamorous one. It's She's so getting glamorous. ready for the ball and you know uh we are actually in a new studio so make sure you subscribe itunes stitcher and google play because our audio is sounding amazing sounding banging where are we at today jess we are at hooga which is a co-working place yeah check them out if you're wanting to co-work yeah or get into podcasting <laughs> or you could go to the, some of the skill pop classes they have here or you just you know pop in say hello drink coffee do whatever suits your needs but we want to shout out our special sponsor yeah because we still got a sponsor that's great 
So this one's for you, Scott Clark. I feel like I should start singing a song because <laughs> of this microphone. And this one's for you. Take it away. Okay, so you can sign and drive today at any Scott Clark dealership, Scott Clark Toyota, Scott Clark Honda, and Scott Clark Nissan. And guess what, Scott Clark? I need to come see you soon because I really do need a new <laughs> Honda. I've said it for an entire year. But we're getting to the point of like, it's not just me saying it. It's more like I need one. <laughs> Jess is in dying need of one. So Scott Clark, we're going to come hang out with you pretty soon. I want a Honda hybrid maybe. There you go. Although I don't want to figure out how to like charge it or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you actually have are, to do that. So I, I probably should just stick with there are more charging stations around Charlotte. Like yeah. it's growing popularity. Did you see the guy that got pulled over in a Tesla and he had a the cop was like, you have an iPad obstructing your view. And he's like, it's the, no. it's the car. Like I can't take it off it's like taking off part of the car i can't oh, i didn't so see controls that it. oh yeah the cop pulled him over and he was trying to explain like no dude this is a this is a tesla, tesla. <laughs> i have money get with the times man yeah but you know what not i'm not dissing on police officers whatsoever mm-hmm. not at all but police officers have a whole laptop in their they do front. they have a full i guess they're above the law though yeah um yeah they have a full laptop i always think that has to be actually kind of distracting yeah, be safe out there, police officers. Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of locations, because we were just talking about Charlotte, we're based out of Charlotte. So if you're in Charlotte, what up? Um, but we found out that Riverdale is near Canada, and it also has very balmy summers. Yeah, at the same time as being near Canada, which I don't buy. I think they just like to do everything. Yeah, they like to have all the experiences in one show. Um, because you were saying the summers get hot up north, but they do, but for the north, not like sweaty. It they, gets hot. They had that like a time to kill courtroom scene. Yes. Where they're like all, it looked like they're in the deep south when they're in the court. That's they're true. They're all fanning themselves and wishing they had that some sweet tea. True. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and they probably went through a lot of oil, the rub on their bodies. You know, I think that sometimes I think about who is the uh, videographer of the show and, and are they like, we have to pause for lighting over KJ's abs more, and more oil, oil over here. Yeah. If we more. could get a little more spritz of oil on Mr. <laughs> Appa's abs and then they frame it fully around. And I, I know what you're doing. Let that kid act. <laughs> They're just showing his abs all episode. Let him act. Well, that's why he's branching Stop out Stop objectifying to him. <laughs> Stop objectifying KJ. So Archie is in court, and it seems like uh, they are getting into Labor Day weekend. Yes, getting, that is the name of the episode. Getting into Labor Day. Uh, you know, the new school year, but they spent all three months of their summer dealing with this case and everything. And first of all, do you think his mom should have been his lawyer? Nope. That's weird. Right. I guess it's allowed. I mean, I will if he could represent himself technically if he wanted to, but yeah. but still, like I would, I don't know. And why was it a why was it a hung jury? Like, yeah, I, I well because I don't think there's actually any evidence. Right. Was there? And it's all circumstantial evidence, right? There's so just, there's reasonable doubt. So you guys are all wrong. Yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of murder podcasts. <laughs> Shout out to Serial. <laughs> I'm sure Sarah Koenig is listening to oh, this. Come on. Seriously. Duh. 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 Uh, Archie then uh, pleads guilty to and is going to do two years in jail. Yeah, and keeping up with his intellect. 
<laughs> they already Archie to be so dumb, which I guess, I don't know. One character has to be kind of like a reckless right. teen and make just rash decisions. But you, you said it in the text message last night. You're like, they are writing him perfectly dumb. Yeah, they do a great job of keeping the characteristic of his naivety going mm-hmm. throughout all these all these seasons. But it's frustrating. But I guess, I mean, we have to, like, got to have some plot, so. Yeah, I just, I don't know if he's the right person for that. Like, is he supposed to be dumb? Like, I don't I think don't know. I don't. Is. I don't know from the books. If you listen to the books, write in and tell us if he's kind of dumb in the books. I thought he was not. But I, yeah, I thought he was pretty smart. But when you're a teen for decades and decades and decades, I don't know. How much do you learn? And with hormones and everything. And he does have a guilty side to him in this episode. And you could see that where he feels guilty and tells his parents that, like, it's my fault for not, you know, believing you guys when I was being told that he's a bad guy. Mr. Lodge is a bad guy. Speaking of this episode, in general, what kind of a rating would you give it? I'm going to rate it kind of low. It, a 10 being the highest, I'm going to rate it maybe about like a 2. Wow, that's pretty harsh. I, I mean, the last what? The last minute of the show, mm-hmm. the last two, three minutes of the show is where it got exciting. I was actually kind of disappointed in this episode. I'm like, okay, we're just focusing on now the fashion and th- that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, the last, I'm going to be real, the last few minutes was the most exciting part. And I was like, all right, they got 10 minutes to make it weird. Yeah. Let's do it. And we kind of knew something was coming. But also, I mean, I do guess they have to have episodes with exposition just setting up the season. And mm-hmm. they they did it well for all the weird. If you think about all the weirdness that's going on in this show and in this town, they did a good job of kind of, I mean, only we can watch Riverdale and say it's kind of lame where wherein they have like cults and uh, gargoyle people <laughs> and you know like in a murder trial all summer we're like this is boring yeah but so I mean I guess they're trying to ramp it up towards the end right not start off with a bang um, give give it somewhere to go but I felt like season one they did fantastic at making it like suspenseful. Every single episode. It was constant. It was great. And I don't know. I don't know if it's like you said, setting it up to get into more drama. Yeah, I think it is. I, I think what was your favorite moment of the episode? All right. So my, what the pop moment, (laughs) I would have to say was the gargoyle King. Oh yeah. That was pretty creepy. It reminded me of true detective. Oh, did it? A little bit, yeah. The first season. It was reminding me. What was that movie that came out about last year or six months ago? And it was based off a real case. It's called like Splinter Man or Slender Slender Man. Man. Oh, yeah. That was not long ago. Yeah. So do you remember like the image of him? Mm -hmm. Doesn't it? The Gargoyle King kind of look like him in a way. A little bit, yeah. It just kind of reminded me of it. It's some weird occult stuff. Do you think it's at all tied into the farm? Oh, yeah. You do? Wayne or Waldo or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the the king of the farm. The farm lord. Like, his name is, like, Wayne or something, like, or Wally. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He, uh, which is, like, I'm sorry, dude, like, a farm... You got to have a better name than, like, I don't know, Wayne. Do you, though? Have you watched Portlandia? 
No, I haven't. Oh, shout out for all the Portlandia fans out there. There's a really funny episode where they go to like a cult farm and I think it's just called like the farm. I I haven't watched that show because of the main guy. Fred Armisen? Yes. He's awesome. I know, but his appearance on Broad City one episode. Oh, God, that was so funny. It kind of <laughs> like weirds me out. And I'm like, I don't think I could look at him I think the that's same. The pilot. No, it was not the pilot. It, it was the first season for yeah. sure. Um, I think it's the pilot. No way. Because I've watched it a bunch because I also like the Alt J on that Alt J song. On yeah, I do too. Um, but yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it is the pilot. Because they're trying to earn money to go to the concert the and they the need Lil money Wayne for concert. weed, alcohol, yeah. concert tickets. And so they're cleaning the guy's house. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're it way kinda left like, field. It kind of messed me up where I was like, I can't look at this guy the same. So that's why I'm like, I don't think I could watch the show right now. Oh. So that's why I haven't okay, watched it. So that's it. why you have not watched Portland <laughs> But anyways, the uh, Wayne, I think, has something to do with the Gargoyle King. And they're tied in together. And obviously, there's some kind of potions and stuff involved with that. Um which led to what we could have seen in the Cooper backyard. Yes. Um, let's get into that scene with the Cooper backyard. And then Betty seems to have a seizure. Do you think the seizure is provoked by some kind of supernatural force or the Adderall or just maybe she has a seizing problem? We I know think about? she has a seizure, but I think she's also dreaming. Oh, you don't think that really happened? I don't think that really happened. Do you think she hallucinated the baby's hovering? The floating in the air, yeah. Um, I think that's part of the dream. Okay. I, th- I think that whole that whole scene is part of the dream, and they're gonna wake her up because obviously she is going through that seizure. I don't know where she's at, but I think she does hear her mom in the background being like, "Oh my god, Betty! Oh my god!" Did did um, have you ever seen somebody have a seizure before? No. The actress, Lee Reinhardt, did a really good job. I've seen somebody have a seizure before, and she did. She must have watched a video or something because she did it was some really convincing. Um, I, I think I'm not sure if she was hallucinating. I think maybe she was hallucinating before she fell, and maybe she didn't see exactly what she thought she saw. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I know, but I'm not sure how much I like a supernatural element coming into the show. Although it would be good for opening the door for a Sabrina crossover, which is not completely off the table. Right. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I guess it's because here at the CW, every show has a supernatural element. Right. And, and you're I, wanting something a little different. I would like to not have it in this show. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in the Archie comics, you have um, like the zombie Archies, like Archie after death or something. Archie like afterlife. Yeah. Afterlife. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, but I don't remember it ever being supernatural. So it's going to be interesting on in where they go with that. Obviously, she Betty's going to be convinced and accuse her sister and Polly of like trying to kill the kids or making them messed up with magic or something around those lines. And Polly is becoming a bigger player this season. Yeah, how do you feel about that, dude? Like Polly. She's becoming a little bit of a narc, man. She's <laughs> selling out her but sister. Is, is she like? Is she's taking re- reclaiming her crown as Queen Bee, kind of? I guess so. But has she ever really been queen? Yeah, remember she was like homecoming queen and stuff before the. Oh, yeah. yeah, she was super popular. With Jason. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think this whole cult thing has gotten her a little whacked out. And her, her and uh, Betty used to be super close. I thought it was out of character for her to go snooping and kind of attack Betty. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, that's not 
a normal poly characteristic. Right. Although she did bring up some valid points that even though they did deal with the de- uh, not the death, the Hal being a murderer in their own culty way. I mean, at least they're dealing with it. Yeah. And Polly just seems to be, or um, Betty seems to be just self-medicating. I mean, but do you think that Betty needs the farm or she needs to seek? I mean, I don't know if anyone needs the farm. I mean, if it's, <laughs> if it's helping, if it's helping, maybe they I do. Need yeah. The I don't farm. know if she needs, she, she should address it somehow, but not maybe go to the cult farm. <laughs> yep, let's all go to the cult farm, and that's how the show ends. Oh, my God. Although I do like, I like that, like, every time somebody references a cult, it's always, they start wearing, like, hippie clothes. Like, where's the cult where people are wearing, like, high fashion? <laughs> I guess it's just, like, Hollywood. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, when you think of cults, you think of no money. Organic. <laughs> No, like Whole Foods. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Let's try not to get them as a sponsor. (laughs) I'd like Whole Foods, though. I do. But you can't be like a no money person at Whole Foods. You can't buy anything. So maybe fake, fake, uh, like posers. Like, you think of Aldi. Oh, Aldi. (laughs) But nothing against Aldi. We love Aldi. But I also love, I just love food. So I love all grocery stores. Yeah. I like that there's a lot of food in one area I could just go to. Fresh market, man. Uh, Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of high fashion, Cheryl wearing, I can't with anyone wearing heels. Is it a bikini top? She was wearing a full-on bikini wearing also full-on stripper heels, which, first of all, let me talk about something. The platform shoes are not in style oh, right now. Oh, you know you got yourself a just rant coming up because she's doing the finger up in the air. <laughs> the, those platform <laughs> shoes are not in style right now. They are not. So she could have picked a different shoe if you're going to wear it, a heel to a pool party, which you shouldn't because she could slip and fall in. Her, but she's just being extra. She's being Cheryl. Also, sitting on a velvet chair at the pool. No. You got suntan lotion. You got suntan oil. It's hot. You got water nearby. You got butt sweat. You got butt sweat. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way that couch would have survived that situation. Ew, yeah, no. <laughs> it, but it's extra, so I guess you... It, like, and it takes you a second to realize, oh, they're on, they're on a velvet couch right now. And then the people, the background extras, I want everyone to go back and yes. check their DVR and go back to that scene where Tony and Cheryl are talking the background extras, Lore Girl, they were they They're were working like it for real. Side by side. It was super awkward. So, and and that's what Jess text messaged me last night. She's like, <laughs> Do you like the background dancers? I'm like, oh my God, that's so like, funny. You know you've been to pool parties before. And even if there are two people over just having a conversation by themselves at the side they're not also dancing <laughs> like, like it's just not realistic i maybe, hate like when people maybe we like should that. start doing that at pool party they would have been realistic if they had just been on their phone standing next to each other and not talking to yes. each other speaking of phones yeah um i would like to bring up that they have been using smartphones for all three seasons now right i think so yeah but yeah at the end of the episode Jughead has to use a compass to find. I did wonder that may be something from the show because um, it seemed very pointed that they had that shot in there. Mm -hmm. Like it was like 
directed. I mean, not, right from, there. not from the show. I mean, that might be like something comics, from the comics. Yeah, right. maybe if, tell us if you guys are Jughead Jones fans and you know that he has a special compass. You let us know because we want to. I'm trying know. to think. I mean, I could maybe. I don't. I don't remember really a compass in the comics. I don't either because I didn't read them. I would. I wasn't like a hardcore reader. I would read them here and there, but I wasn't like every single time there's a new one, I have to get it. Yeah. Um, I just. I don't know. I. Oh, I um wanted to give my what what's the pop moment. I'm just. Oh, oh yeah. Like, so what was your mind blowing oh, moment? I don't know what made me just think of that, but my my what the pop moment is. Um, I think that they're setting up the season really well to be a. Uh, Ronnie versus Hiram. I agree with that. Because I, I think the what pop moment for me was that he did all that he did to Archie just to punish his daughter. After she had had that talk with her mom, Hermione, about how she's like, you know, he would never hurt you. Mm-hmm. And, well, she wouldn't right. Because he's not going to physically hurt her. But he, man, those two are like at each other's throats. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a really big, because Veronica's smart. And she did all those dealings last year. Now she well, she still owns Pops, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I think there's going to be some kind of Lodge family turf war going on. And I, I, I wouldn't put it past her. Because when, when Veronica hugs Betty and looks at her dad, you see in the Ronnie eyes mm-hmm. that uh, – you just you're you're about to go she down. She hates him. Yes, he has no daughter anymore. Right. Uh, one thing I am tired of though is the ghoulies plot. I don't see how that fits in that well, and it's getting a little heavy-handed to me. Mm-hmm. And it, and I think they're very well. I mean, I know it's a comic book show. They're very much caricatures. Um, and I, I, I just don't. Are you I'm talking t- about the scene with Hot Dog? Yeah, I don't. I get it that they're kind of like it's kind of like in The Walking Dead, where the problem is really the people now, but you always the zombies are always in the background, right. causing like ongoing issues of location and stuff. So that's kind of how I view the ghoulies. But they just kind of annoy me in general. The plot of them, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it was cleanly written. So is Penny Peabody not a serpent anymore? She's a ghoulie. I guess so. That because I thought once serpent- because she took they cut cut off her. Tattoo. tattoo like sliced it Ugh. off. It sticks me off so much. <laughs> 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 did that, and then they, um, I then she, I guess she switched teams to the Ghoulies. Mm-hmm. Nomi and I were both saying last night, we're like, what happened last season? Yeah, we I didn't remember that well. We needed to rewatch season two for sure, which you could find on Netflix or the CW app. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see where you mean by they're a little extra. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about Cheryl um, bringing oh, her bow and arrow? Cheryl, the red arrow? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool and random that she does archery, um, but I think she has the tendency to make a bigger mess of things. Mm-hmm. It was good that she was there. Right. And Cheryl never misses. Yeah. Where did that come from? Cheryl never misses. She might not. I don't I mean, know. But... It's it's also just kind of random and dramatic. Sometimes I have to, I think we have to take the show with the grain of salt that they just have some dramatic wow moments for the younger audience. Yes. That I'm old and don't care. <laughs> I'm like, kids don't really use <laughs> bows and arrows. Where where would they get that, you know, skill set? Such an analog weapon. 
<laughs> which is nice. I guess they are going more towards the analog lifestyle. I just felt bad for a hot dog. And did you notice that Jughead was feeding him hot dogs? Ew. I yeah, didn't know. Like cut up hot dogs to put in his food. Honestly, that sounds delicious right now. Like hot dog and macaroni and cheese. Have you ever yes. eaten that? Oh, it's I about think that's lunchtime. like the ultimate um, babysitter food. Yeah. Like babysitters always or put the hot dogs just in. being like early 20s. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Babysitting yourself. Yeah. Uh, did you find uh, the poignancy in the sign that said "No swimming after Labor Day"? I I didn't know why that was like a deep breath for me. It's kind of like <gasps> end of innocence. I I don't know why they focused on that. I feel like that's going to come up again. And there was a couple of things that was written on message boards and everything being Mm -hmm. like the reason why Betty had that seizure was because it was the same uh, water that was drank from the swimming thing that Mm -hmm. she might've digested that. And same with the two guys that poisoned themselves in front of the Yes. The Goyle King. So I think that's a bit of a stretch, but it could be. I, I thought that too. I was like, oh, does it have amoebas that they release the amoebas after Labor Day? Or maybe there was like a leech on her. Right. But it wasn't Labor Day yet. It was Labor Day when they were there. It wasn't after Labor Day, right? Right. So I don't it think. It was Labor Day weekend. It was right. like after Labor so Day. So I think that. I don't think it's that. I, I took it meaning that this episode is called Labor Day and a lot of this. Although, from what you saw last year, they all the characters ended their innocence last year, but I kind of felt like Labor Day was like the end of the fun summer, and here we are into the real, like, the here real we go again. Of it. Yeah. And so I thought it kind of was just to, like, emphasize, like, there's no fun after mm-hmm. now. Like, now it gets real. Right. Like, do crap you, gets real. Do you, I thought when they were swimming and stuff, I thought for some reason they were going to find the gun or find some kind of body or something, some kind of evidence that right. help with that. Do you think they're going to find the gun this season? Maybe, but I thought that that's what like maybe Dilton Doyle was trying to get at before he got cult killed or killed himself or whatever the heck went on there. Drank the poison. Yeah. He was being super weird at the pool party. He's been weird the whole episode. So I, that's why I was like, maybe he knows something. Maybe the Gargoyle King has something to do with the murder and some other gang. But we also know that Chick is still out there, right? Right. Well, possibly. Possibly. Yes. Um, which I don't think they're going to just let that go. They tie no. up things pretty well when they make you forget them. And they, Alice Cooper did mention that guy, Chick. So they want you to still remember him. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, keep tabs on this dude because he's mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. Um, have you watched the promo for next week? I did. Um, next week's episode is called um, Fortune in Men's Eyes. And that tells me nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I noticed it was right in the beginning in the jail yard. Mm -hmm. Do you recognize somebody in the background? I didn't. I I know what scene you're talking about, but I didn't pause it. Joaquin. Oh, right, because he's in jail. I don't know if he's in jail, but he, I mean. Wait, didn't we thought he would almost died or something? Yeah, like he's somewhere. But I like, I paused and I'm like, all right. Also, I like I like how they're making Juvie look like like a real yeah like hard knocks or whatever yeah where Hale is and like it wouldn't be like well I could be completely wrong I have not been to Juvenile (laughs) so that I know but write in if you're listening to this from Juvie and. (laughs) 
or if you've had experience in that system, please let us know. We, we would be interested to know about your experiences. I would think that they would put, I mean, I know that this was a, a plea deal that Hiram was probably just trying to get his, this guy away from his daughter for the rest of high school because they're sophomores. But, um, I think that this, that Archie would have probably been tried as an adult Oh, or yeah. he was tried as an adult. And then they just switched it to juvenile. I don't know. Like the legalities are a little off. To I me. felt like it was really stupid of him to to just take that deal. I mean, like, well, of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, but just... I would like to have that team of FP Fred and Sheriff Keller on my side. Though. Right. I'm calling it the dad team. The dad duo plus one. Yeah, duo <laughs> the dad trio. Yeah, like, and I thought it was really, really crappy of. Um, Molly Ringwald to just leave yeah. right after court. She's not mother of the year. No. None or... of the moms are mother of the year, though, on this show. Yeah. That's They're all pretty mom. awful. But, like, she just left. Casting note, though, Gina Gershon is going to be playing Jughead's mom. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. That's going to be a good one. And I think they cast Jellybean, too. Who's Jellybean? His sister? Yeah. No, I oh, know yeah. this is, but uh, who's playing? Like, I know that there was, Twitter. there was rumors that Millie Bobby Brown was going to do it, and I don't think that was going to be happening. No, but they did. Wasn't it Barb that we saw in the trailer for next week? Yes, we did see her. I think she has a big play in the board game that involves the Gargoyle King. Also, like I said, if you haven't seen the promo, stop it. In the very first scene, Joaquin... I want to get your take on that. Make sure you tweet at us at just just WCCB and yep. at Nomi Burton. Um, is that Joaquin in the background or is that just an extra? Because yes, and it's, I want to see what your thoughts are on that. It's Trinity Litkins will be playing Jellybean, JB Jones. Oh, let's see a picture. I'm JB. Here's a picture. Let me describe her to you. She's a youthful young lady and she has brownish hair. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's not disappointing. Um, Trinity Litkins. I don't know what she has been in. I'm not sure she's been in. She she has a lot of features as uh, Cole Sprouse. So I mean, I think I think being siblings, they would actually work out together. Oh, she has a lot of the same features. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it works. The casting works. Um, so I wonder how that'll come into play. I mean, clearly it's going to be. They're, they've casted, so it's going to be probably more into the spring half of the show. Right. Um, but I think they set up a pretty cool season. I So I'm such a fan of the first season of True Detective with that mildly supernatural element that's right. like super, like kind of mysterious, kind of the creepy cult in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they set that up well. I'm interested to see how that plays out with the Gargoyle Kings. I could care less if I see a ghoulie again. Uh, the cult thing is interesting, and I, I think it's just... The ghoulies are just getting started. Yeah. Though. I like the underlying tension of, in the Lodge family, um, and I think it's smart to keep them major players. Uh, but I want to know where Chick will be. I'm interested back. to see what happens on the north side as well. Also, wait, we never met Betty Cooper's real brother. Did we last season? No, we oh, never. Oh, so that's something, too. That we, we technically can... never met him. Yeah. Um, only the fake one. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm, that's something I'd like to see developed as well. So yeah, next see, next week, this episode, you got to look forward to this prison brawl that's about to happen. Yeah, and, and Veronica now turning late Veronica, 
like came, I don't know. She's in a wig. Yeah. yeah. I'm like comparing it to Dark, Dark Betty. Betty, but Dark Betty it kind of annoys me. Yeah. I don't want to see Dark Betty. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's just when you put a wig on, it just is like Let's just put a wig on. Like it. you're having an alter ego with a wig. You're not Beyonce. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, you know what I did all week? I've been watching a lot of Dancing Queen, Alyssa Edwards, the mm-hmm. drag queen. Yeah. So that's when you're. I'm good with you putting a wig on, right? If you're <laughs> if you're gonna do it, go all go out, full drag. Do right. Do it right. Yeah. All right. So next episode, chapter thirty-seven. We'll see what happens. It's going to be on Wednesday nights on the CW. Make sure you watch it live. We we also live tweet. Yeah. So make sure you follow her at just just WCCB at Nomi Burton. Yes. Yes. Follow us. And if you are in the area and you are looking to. Clear out your pantry this weekend. The Girl Scouts uh, Hornets, now, Co- Hornets Nest Council and the uh, Second Harvest Food Bake of Metrolina is teaming up with our station to do a big food drive. We will be at Cross and Crown Lutheran Church in Matthews on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Supergirl is going to be out there. And so if you want to donate some food, um, there's a lot of need in the area this time of year and especially after these devastating storms. So uh, come on out. And if you can't make it, donate to WCCBCharlotte.com. There is a um, – you can click on our homepage and you'll see a place where you can send in your – money donation and then another couple fun events we have coming up because it's it is cw premiere month and we're really excited about the premiere of supergirl and charmed on sunday nights on cw uh that's coming up october 14th but to celebrate that go on to enderly coffee you can get the cw charm witches brew uh it's a really cool cold brew they have going on right now and portion of the proceeds to that will be going to girls rock charlotte because girls do rock and we will also be releasing a cw which is charmed witches brew at sugar creek brewing company on october 27th so come on out lots of chances to join us in the street team maybe win some cool swag we got awesome cw supergirl shirts we're giving away this month um if you want to just get to know us, meet the team, support the shows. Yeah, and I think get some have, coffee. I think we got some Riverdale shirts, too. I'm just what, saying. What? So if you're in the Charlotte area, come on out to some of those events. Uh, again, follow me at just, just WCCB if you have any questions on where to go. I think we've covered it all today, Nomi. I totally think we covered it. You and know who would be proud of us? Scott Clark. He would. <laughs> and you know what you can do with Scott Clark? Get a a new car. Yeah, and have a world-class buying experience. (laughs) Tell us more about the world cross. Or world cross. World You could cross the world in one of his cars. I need to go to. reliable. I need to go to the coffee shop that we were just talking about. Oh, my God. We are dragging. Yeah. Why do we do this at lunch? Because it makes it. We're so hungry. Yeah. (laughs) We just need coffee right now. We should start renting Hugo right after the show. (gasps) Although I don't want to get out of my room at. Yeah, that's true. But maybe. It's no. a thought. But that means I have to put on real pants. Oh, you don't. You're not wearing <laughs> pants now. Everyone knows he's not wearing pants. <laughs> and I've just relegated myself into wearing Target's jeggings because they are jeans-ish. Jeans. <laughs> they're not like, they're they're not like pajamagrams. They're like... They look like actual jeans, but they're very stretchy. So thanks. Shout out to Target and their <laughs> spandex collection. Please, every company that we mentioned, sponsor this podcast. Yeah. You got a bunch of free shout outs. You're going to have to fight Scott Clark on that, though. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that is it. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye, everybody. It's the Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Toyota. 